Hector literally just came alongside me and turned in. Wait, he press tested me. I like him vulnerable. Okay, I'm gonna pee in your seat. Hey, hey, steering wheel, somebody tell him to give it to me. Simply, simply lovely. Hello and welcome to Back of the Grid. I'm your host Tom King and as usual I'm joined by Chris Evans. Hello. And Stu Greenwood. Hello. Hello. Uh, we are here to look ahead to Abu Dhabi, the final race of the season. Um, with championships done and dusted, there's still a race to go. Um, but before that, I, we've got a little bit of news from around the motorsport world. And it involves a potential future F1 driver in Dan Tictum. That's where we're going to start, at least. Um, he's won Maku again for the second time. Back Ma- to back Maku. as well. I thought it was Macau. Macau, even. <laughs> yeah. Helps us say it right. Fa- Ma- Maku like Baku. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because we were just talking about Baku before recording. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where that's come from. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, we have to call Baku Baku next season just to uh, balance the callback. Ultimate yeah. callback. <laughs> 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 right anyway um, but yeah I mean I mean if fair's fair he sort of looked into winning it last year because the top two took each other out on the last corner but um, you've still got to be there to take advantage and yeah, it's, exactly. it's not an easy race to win certainly not definitely not and he was pretty not. pretty dominant this year wasn't he yeah he won he was pulling qualifying then won the qualifying race and then pretty much led from start to finish. Yeah. In the full race. I don't I don't did he ever was he ever actually challenged for the lead? I can't remember. I don't think so. Really um, seeing it. There was a lot of interesting stuff going on behind him in terms of um Mick Schumacher. He was in some interesting and entertaining fights. Do you um, see that on board of him going side by side with someone through the first few corners? Yes, I think it was Callum Eilert. I yeah, think. that was phenomenal driving. Yeah, from from the pair of them. To yeah, be fair. definitely. Um, I'm trying to remember now if he finished fifth or sixth, but it was one or the other. I believe it? it was fifth. He finished in the end. Yeah, so good drive from him in his his debut there. I believe. I don't think I've seen him there. Before, yeah, I think anyway. it is. So uh, there's that. Um, like I say as well, Callum Eilert, uh, another Brit doing decent. Um, not as well as he qualified, qualified third, but finished slightly further back in back down the order. Um and Joel Erickson, no relation to Marcus. Hmm. Uh and Sasha. Oh, I wondered. I wondered if he was. Nope, not that one. He has got a younger cousin, I believe, somewhere in motorsport. Marcus Erickson um, has. Yeah. Uh, somewhere like British F four or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a younger cousin knocking around. Same as that there's another Maldonado somewhere that I think we've briefly mentioned on yeah. here before. Yeah, yeah cousin They're Maldonado, out there somewhere. <laughs> cousin Maldonado as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Maldonado's gonna get that Williams drive, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> um yeah, Joel Erickson came in second and Sasha Fenestras came in at third to round out the podium. Um that win uh, actually sees Tictum now pick up his 35th of 40 required points needed for a super license to be able to race in F1. Um, and there's potential that he could actually pick them up over the winter because there's a Toyota racing series over in New Zealand and there's been 
umming and ahhing about whether it'll go across and stuff like that, but um, how doesn't likely he, that is, I don't know. Doesn't he get five for being runner-up of that championship, I think? Doesn't Something get, like that, yeah. He, it's not yeah, seven. He gets seven it, if he wins it. Yeah, basically, like doing well in that series would mean that he could potentially have enough points for F1. The question is, is whether Red Bull, I guess, would push him find a team it, yeah. to sit him with and push him through it, or maybe go with the slightly more likely option of Super Formula. Um, I think Super Formula is probably a better, more competitive series for him. Yeah, you'd think so. That was that was part of Gasly's route, was it? Not? It was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. So it feels like if they put him into the new <laughs> the New Zealand sort of Toyota racing series, that's basically like there's not going to be much competition for him in a series like that. So it kind of like yeah. feels like a bit of a points grab. Whereas it really does, yeah. If he goes through the the traditional, well, more slightly more traditional route of going to Japanese Super Formula, where he's racing some proper, you know, fast drivers, it's like effectively Formula Two again, isn't it? To, yeah. an ex- to a degree like not, yeah, as, not as competitive as Sue, but it's very competitive it's sort of I think it sort of sits somewhere officially between GP3 and Formula 3 and then the next step up which is F2 it's kind of, I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle but yeah. it's the right place to be for definite yeah. Um, yeah yeah if he wants some competition and he wants to sort of hone yeah. his skills more which he absolutely needs before he gets to Formula 1 as far as I can tell This I, I was going to say that as well I mean He's not a Formula One driver. <laughs> no, there's always talking of getting his super license points, and Red Bull have been pushing for it. But I don't think he's ready, honestly. Like he he's obviously has the speed. Like he's proved himself to be a very quick racing yeah, driver. Yeah. But yeah. I definitely don't think he's the <clears throat> the full product yet. And I, no. to be honest, I think the biggest hurdle for me is I don't think he's got the temperament or the attitude yes. to be an F1 yeah, driver yet. Exactly. Definitely part think. of it. I think he, he's like Verstappen 2.0 but like extreme mm, version. Definitely. And like reading, I've read a couple of interviews and stuff with him after the Macau race and the way he talks about like the super license and stuff, it's kind of like a, having to get these points on super license is a <clears throat> inconvenience to the F1 drive that I'm definitely going to get. It's just like ticking yeah. the boxes to get that there's, there's, there's sort of a what's the word arrogance almost isn't it <clears throat> yeah like an arrogance almost like an entitlement like I've already yeah. done I've already earned this drive it's just ticking the boxes now which I don't think many I think well there's people at Red Bull who are saying that's the case because they are, keep talking this kid up but then another interesting thing I read was that he said Formula 2 is unlikely for him because it's a very very expensive championship to enter and like between Red Bull and his dad, he would be able to get the funds together for it. And like, you'd think if anyone can find the funds to put someone through F2, it would be Red Bull. So mm. I'm not sure about that. Maybe they're getting cold feet on him a little bit. I don't know. I think maybe that's... that, especially after his comments against Schumacher back in uh, towards the end of the championship, it felt like Christian Horner was uh, basically doing him down, wasn't he? After, yes. <laughs> after all that. Mm. So he's, he's definitely stock went down a little bit after that, for sure. Mm. He definitely needs some rough edges sanding off before his F1 material, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's definitely why we'd see him over in Super Formula. The The other thing is as well, why I think that the New Zealand thing might not come about is I, I've seen online when I've been doing a little bit of digging around that you need at least 16 cars in a championship for it to qualify for the super license points. I believe I'm right in saying. I, I read something and, like that, yeah. 
there'd only be 14 even if he went across. So oh. people were saying, would Red Bull potentially send a couple of other drivers? Like, you know, <laughs> oh just to put goodness. him through. I'm like, that's that's really putting that all your eggs in one basket. That point. So yeah. ridiculous. So that's how accurate that is or not. I'm not sure because that's from like delving deep into the internet that I've seen that. Um, yeah, we don't but, want that. Yeah, it's um, if if it happens yeah. and that's how it happens, then oh, you've got your hands dirty there. You've delved really deep, <laughs> too deep. <laughs> yeah, what's it smell like down there? That's what I want to know. Um, collusion <laughs> smells like collusion. <laughs> yeah, definitely collusion. Okay. <laughs> um. In in other news, um, slightly more sobering news from the um, race in Macau, um, Sophia Flourish was um, involved in what was, quite frankly, a horrendous crash um, and led to herself and Marshall's photographers and another driver being hospitalised. Um, the good news at this point is that she is recovering well from surgery on a spinal fracture um, at this point in time. And um, it's just really more than anything to wish her well on her recovery. Um, and I guess thank that it's not any worse than it is because it was a very, very nasty crash. Yeah, it was a it, I, monster I think it's probably shot. the worst crash I've ever seen. I think it me was too. horrific. It's, is up there um, for definite. Yeah, just th- to see a car going that fra- that fast through the air above other cars as well. It, it was going. Do you know how fast it was going? I looked it up. It's one hundred and seventy three point six miles an hour. Where was the <sighs> yeah, I think I think I saw it in K Goodness. like two hundred and twenty something. Yeah. is it? Yeah, I think that's what I saw. So. The speed at that track. I mean, I don't under- what I. <sighs> It's a weird, 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 weird accident because the reason she's gone up in the air is obviously because of the uh, the sleeping policeman on the inside of the curb, which yeah. they put there to stop the touring cars and other other series abusing track limits, the GTs. But I, I mean, ha- have they saved her? Have they made the accident worse? It's very, very difficult to tell, isn't it? Because if it is really yeah, the catch fencing kind of absorbed a lot of the impact, and then the next from behind that absorbed a lot of the impact. It's a it seems weird to put a hump at the end of such a fast straight to me. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it, it's awkward as well, though, in that sense, because in, you know, 99 out of 100, maybe even more than that scenarios, you're not going to be approaching that area at that kind of speed unless something's mm, gone unless it's seriously else. wrong further down the straight. Like, but that is what's happened, unfortunately. Yeah, and and I mean, that's, and it, it does happen. And it does happen. Yeah, yeah. things go wrong. You know, you, we've seen um, uh, Sebastian Buemi going down the long straight, I think, at China and yep. hitting his brakes. And the, the moment he hit his brakes, his t- both front wheels just, boop, just popped off. And then yeah, he was just, bizarre. luckily, there's loads of runoff and loads of gravel, but imagine the fear <laughs> no yeah. brakes at that speed like the second you're not scrubbed off any speed have you because you no. you don't had a chance to break your brakes have gone yeah exactly and this yeah this was a thing so she i think a yellow flag came out didn't it and the car ahead sort it of seems that way yeah it's it's looking as though um from from both a little bit of footage and from a sort of a, an account of one of the drivers that was just behind them it sounds as though a car's reacted to a, a yellow flag flash and like obviously lifted because 
that's your natural would. reaction in racing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what you're yeah. going to do. As soon as um, you see but, that yellow flag, you lift. Exactly. And Sophia was more or less right behind this driver. And as they've lifted off, she's got no time to react um, and can't see the same thing because it's only the one board that's gone on. And she's obviously tucked up behind whoever this is, kind of slipstreaming and attempting to go to move to the, the inside yeah. line. Um, and then that's where the contact's happened. And then it's kind of torn the front left wheel off, the left rear, and then that's resulted in her kind of spinning towards the barrier near the apex of the turn, which has then kind of turned her backwards, which is why she ended up backwards in the first place mm. as she hit that um, sleeping policeman that's then kind of launched yeah. her over the car. The whole thing's so. a huge stroke of luck because I don't think you could possibly have that accident in a. It's this sounds all awful, but in a safer way. Do you no, get I know me? what you mean. Yeah, completely. Because yeah. she's she's sort of she's had the the most possible cushioning upon having the accident. It's amazing it didn't go any worse. I mean, she's yeah. had eight hours mm. of surgery on her back, so obviously it's, it's still very, yeah, it's... very significant. But just think if that the 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 sort of the way she's hit it and it was a huge impact for that to be the only thing she's needed to sort of get through it is is quite something the fact that with that gaggle of cars in front as well she only actually hit one car and it was there it wasn't exactly a glancing blow but it also wasn't like a full impact which again could have been so much worse yeah there's there's a few things that sort of conspired to slow her down almost yeah, in a yeah. way. That, and yeah. the the other thing as well is how many times do you see front wheel to rear wheel end up with a nose going in the air and, and almost mm. a, a backflip of sorts and mm. you know you, in a tight circuit like that again you don't you don't know what had happened in yeah. that scenario. Which, so. just, just shows you how quickly she reacted. You know she did the right thing. She tried to get yeah, out of the way. She's, I think she did everything right. It was just it was just yeah. a really really unfortunate set of events that that sort yeah. of triggered triggered the accident. It's really, really obviously super, super scary. It kind of yeah. makes you question a lot of things. But it really does. Know. I mean, the FIA have said they're going to have a full investigation into it, and I'm sure there will be changes to that track for next yeah. year. Certainly to the curb, well, potentially to the fencing, maybe even generating some. It, it brings it brings around something anyway, which is that there was a large potential of the F3 not being able to run there next year, full stop anyway, because. With the way that the F3, well, what is currently GP3, is being merged with Formula 3 Europe and everything like that to make the new official F3 step before F2 and make it a full FIA um, support series, the um, spec of those cars would move it above the grading that the circuit has, which would mean that the circuit would currently be unsuitable in its current state for the new generation of F3 cars, which is why you don't see anything. It's to do with power-to-weight ratios, and the the only way to do it so that they could race there would be for them to be less powerful than what they want, which is probably not going to happen, mm. or to make them heavier than what they're intending to, which, again, is probably not going to happen. I don't think making so, them heavy is a good idea anyway for that track. Exactly. They, they, don't, they don't want that. It, it's just to do with the power-to-weight ratio, which is what helps. There's other factors as well, but that's what helps decide what grading a car's in and then what appropriate safety measures need to be in place in the circuit. So mm. to be able to run that race again in F3 at least... Um, the circuit would need some review and some changes. That's very interesting. 
this accident highlights why it needs looking at in the first place anyway i think i think it needs i think definitely it needs looking at but it's it's not something i want to lose you know like macau is like a a real sort of showcase event especially in that sort of league of drivers like if you win there you 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 move on to great things yeah um it would be a shame to see it go if they if it, if they did decide that it's just too unsafe and you know people it's very very it is very unsafe but like part of it is no one's forcing anyone to do that everyone's doing it of their own free will it's and you know if 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 we if we decided early on that motorway, motor racing was too unsafe, then we wouldn't have motor racing at all. Yeah, so, totally. And I mean, this this does show how safe cars are these days. That someone has, mm. you know, come away from a crash like that, touch wood, it looks like she's going to be okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, this, this next generation of F3 cars, I'm pretty sure is going to have the halo fitted as well. Yeah. Which, you know, is another step in the right direction because the, guy that she, her car hit it was very close to the air cockpit where the impact was so yeah, another, another another near miss wasn't it yeah. yeah it'll be interesting to see what they do next year though yeah the, the other thing to point out as well is you wouldn't necessarily lose the race completely it would just mean it wouldn't be in f3 um cars because they're doing yeah. different spec cars in different years anyway like there's been formula renault run there in fact that's what it was last year when ticton won it was formula renault so it wasn't actually f3 last year so you'd potentially end up with something more like that being run instead of the F3 specific cars. Yeah, possibly. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, the cars were the same spec, aren't they? More or less. The Formula Renault cars, just about the same They're spec. They're very as the, similar, yeah. The yeah. European um, F3 car. Yeah, so something like a Formula Renault is possibly what you'd end up using at uh, Macau in the future. Yeah. We, it, unless the circuit was changed slightly to, to meet the different standards, just because... Yeah. Formula Renault is not due to change like what Formula yeah. 3 is. Wow. Yeah, so get well soon, Sophia. Yes. Um, the last I read is that, yeah, as she said, she's had a successful operation and they have said that they don't have any concerns about anything too major post that. She sort of still has feeling and movement in her limbs, which is obviously the scariest wow. thing with her yeah, yeah, spine. That's crucial, isn't it? That's yeah. so important. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then everyone else, yeah, everyone else involved in the crash, they said he's going to be out of hospital within a matter of days so yeah excellent well to all involved get well soon That's yes definitely yes um in other motorsports um the wec six hours of shanghai was run and it is another win for a toyota car imagine that it, the number seven though this time around not the number eight um <laughs> it was conway kobayashi and lopez but the number eight was second with alonso pueme and nakajima so still dominating um, that championship. Yeah, wasn't Button up there with him as well on the podium? Yes, uh, yes, indeed. Third? Yeah, Button, Button's car was the car in third place uh, in the SMP. Car finally race. made it to the this end. Car of the race. made it to the end of the race, and when it's it a miracle. did, it, it it beat the rest of the field. That's excellent. <laughs> exactly, He's best of the rest. He's won the G the World Endurance Championship point five. <laughs> <laughs> before the race, Alonso was trying to because they made more balance of pair adjustments. Yeah. Alonso was trying to say that. The privateers are going to be faster than Toyota again. Like yeah. no one, no one's buying it, mate. Absolute <laughs> nonsense, isn't it? Like how really can it? Is. Oh, honestly, it's hilarious. The Levens <laughs> is going to to try and make out that it's the drivers pulling the car up and not. If I was yeah. Toyota, I'd be a bit annoyed at him because Toyota surely should be think, wanting him to say we've made the fastest car, we make the best car. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. Do you but, know what though? He's been doing it for the last four years at McLaren or whatever it's yeah, been now. That's true. So. I don't expect anything different from him these days. To be honest. I saw 
I saw on Twitter earlier today someone had posted um, after the end of Abu Dhabi last year when Alonso did some donuts and said I'm practicing for next year, which hasn't aged particularly well. Um, Alonso's last race this weekend. It is, yeah, it is. It is. um, We should quite uh, quite a sad moment, I think. Yeah, we should have prepared a series of Alonzisms. (laughs) <laughs> what, what, I'm sure there'll be plenty of time but given how exciting Abu Dhabi races usually are I'm sure there'll be plenty of time to talk about it afterwards yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely the yardstick of all things that's motorsport is uh, doing okay in that series as well just to point Do, out while we're on it in what in World Endurance WEC yeah of course yeah Bruno good old Bruno oh he is of Bruno. course yeah. <laughs> I wonder what you were talking about then. I was like yeah, yeah. took me a second he's a, he's a good old yardstick the, of motor yardstick. are they better than Bruno yeah. Senna three teams are uh, where did he finish yeah. this week he was fourth his, his yeah. was the car behind Jensen's so uh, yeah. oh well, there we go that so, pushed Jensen's achievement it's even better now isn't it we know he's beating the yardstick <laughs> exactly it's, it's all that matters <laughs> Um, and in other com- slightly comedic news, um, Sergei Sorokin is about to win Driver of the Year in a <laughs> Sky Sports F1 pool, that is. <laughs> I do love this. And I, think, I, I absolutely I think we love should, this. Yeah, I absolutely implore people to right now go onto the Sky Sports website. It's not often I'll tell you to anyone to do this. Go onto the Sky, <laughs> Sky Sports F1 website and put your vote in for Sergei Sorokin. As I look at it now, he is a whole 10,000 votes ahead of Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> It's brilliant. Which is it's so on, good. Yeah, he's on forty-three point six thousand. Let me just refresh it because that's from a little while ago. It was yeah, it was forty-three to thirty-three the last time I checked. Big, oh, it's forty-four point six. <laughs> it's still a solid ten thousand ahead of thirty-four point two. I think my favorite part about the whole thing is if you look down the rest of the list, it's like vaguely in an order you'd expect it to be, and then he's just <laughs> yeah. rocketing ahead. It's absolutely brilliant. How has this come about? I think it's Reddit, isn't it? Or just the well, internet in general. When I saw a post about it on the F1 Reddit and he was in second place and within <laughs> about five minutes of it going on Reddit, it was he was first place. So I don't know who originally wow. started. It must be on Twitter or something, the original yeah, yeah. call for votes. The power of Reddit, eh? Or it's, it's... just Russian bots. Could be Russian <laughs> it could bots. Be it could well. well be Russian bots. <laughs> <laughs> They're just seeing Sorokin and voting. Yeah. It's like Vladimir, Vladimir Putin just sat at his MacBook just pressing refresh <laughs> constantly, absolutely hammering refresh. It's like F1's equivalent to Butty McBoatface, this really, isn't it? It kind it's of like, is, yeah. Let's just yeah. vote for something that they wouldn't expect the public I speak. If, I wonder if they'll intervene because obviously they're going to use this on the show at the weekend. So I wonder if they'll intervene and, like, you know. Yeah, I do hope something not. about it. I do, really hope not. I'm really keen to see that. So watch this space. Let's see what it's happens. It's the first yeah, time I've ever looked forward to the coverage is to see what happens <laughs> in this book. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind nah. this guy's footage. Footage. I, footage. <laughs> I, I banner. I banner. But yeah, it's um, it's just fun. Go go vote for him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, everyone, everyone vote. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And while you're at it, go on our Facebook page and like us. Yeah, <laughs> while you're on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> while you're doing internet things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hand over to Chris for the next thing in the list because this is this is all Chris is doing. So, um, yeah. So a week or two ago, you may remember us talking at length about Rich Energy and um, who they are and whether they even exist and whether their product actually exists. Um, we can happily confirm that Rich Energy does exist as a product, uh, largely thanks again to the F1 Reddit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, a lovely gentleman um, who goes by. You can find him on Twitter at Bull SCZI. Bull SCZI, if you want to find him on Twitter. Um, who went out of his way and bought a case of 24 cans from the Rich Energy website for £24, um, nice. which, as far as we can tell, is the only place you can get hold of it. Uh, it so he said he took a week and a half of them to arrive, um, and he tried one and decided it wasn't worth the money. So, <laughs> we, so um, I asked if he would uh, send us a few cans, and he very, very kindly did. So did we sell actually, them to you. I, I'd have thought he'd sell them. Uh, yeah, I chucked him a few quid for his trouble. Uh, what a pound? Yeah. How much did you chuck him? Pound a can. Pound a can plus postage. Oh, perfect! Absolutely, yeah. he's made a bit. I reckon he's made a made a bit of profit there. Do you know what? If he has, I'm perfectly fine with that because yeah. he was. Uh, <laughs> he's very, very generous of him to go his way to do it. Legend. But yeah, we all now have in our hands an actual can of rich energy. They yeah. actually actually exist. Um, it's like seeing a unicorn. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, wow. they're very nice. the The black and gold branding is lovely, and I look forward to yeah. seeing that on the Hass next year, maybe. Yeah. Um, what we haven't done yet is open them. So, no. should we should we crack them open and have a Let's have a taste it. of Let's this? Do a live taste. Test. We can do it. I'm a little bit nervous about this. Premium energy drink. This. Okay. Oh, we are right. I'm gonna have a little sniff first. It smells exactly like Red Bull. It does it's... smell exactly like Red Bull, <laughs> which is funny oh considering goodness, it's literally... made in Austria. <laughs> Look at the back yes. of the can, gentlemen. <laughs> Remarkably like Red Bull. That's so bizarre. Who'd have thought? Yeah, next was... door. <laughs> that was your like discovery recently, wasn't it, Tom? That although they are a British energy drink company, it is actually made in Austria. Where yes, it is. There's quite a lot of like sort of we're a British company. We're proud to be British. British motorsport. <laughs> British this. But then on the back of the can, it says made in Austria. So Quite clearly. It's actually, it might even be in the God, same he... font as the Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> I think it is. I think that's yeah, actually right. That's the, that's the same font. That is the same God, font. God, it does smell exactly like Red Bull. All right, I'm going to dive in and try some. Oh, this says copyright 2015. Are these in date? Yes, look at the bottom <laughs> of the can, Stu. Don't second panic. Of the eighth. Exposed second of the eighth. Mm. Okay, okay, wow. Okay, right. Um, it doesn't taste as much like Red Bull as I thought it it's would. It's not exactly like Red Bull, but it's not dissimilar. Uh, it's exactly it's the like same a slightly watered. Tastes like a slightly watered down version of Red Bull to me. Which is <laughs> well, yeah, that's that is pretty much what it is. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping mm. for something unique. Yeah, I guess well, people don't want a... unique, do they? No, they want Red Bull. They the just people, want more I mean, Red Bull. It's, it's genius. People want Red Bull just in a different packaging. And that's what we've got. <laughs> then again, I mean, Relentless doesn't taste Anything like every other energy and, drink. And, and Monster's original flavour, as they call it, is yeah. horrible. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, not, we're never going to get sponsorship from uh, Monster now, then, are we? No, but <laughs> who cares? The other flavours are great, though. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, Monster Ultra is the nicest one of the lot out of any energy drink, I think. And this, this is hilarious. Just talking about like this whole piece is supposed to be our rich energy, and we're just talking about we're talking monster, about like, the biggest drinks. rivals. <laughs> well, th- these aren't bothered about monster. These are bothered about Red Bull. If you ever look at their Twitter, it's all about we went toe to toe with Red Bull and won. Like, okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. They have I can't remember the exact tagline they use, but it's like because their logo is a stag, and it's like. You've had the ball it's... now. Try the stag. I think that's it, is. it. It's something like that. It's not. You've had the gammon now. Try the gammon. <laughs> <laughs> no venison. This is venison. You've had the yeah, beef. You've now had try the, the venison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. 
I've seen some pretty. Uh, if if we're if we're doing this, if, if we're gonna <laughs> if we're gonna go for it, if we're gonna have a laugh about them, I have seen some very gammony posts on their Twitter about like, <laughs> Brexit and stuff. They like that. they definitely have um an an angle in some of their Twitter posts. Yeah. yeah. And then they never I mean, answered me about the Austria thing. I did try and find no, out. But they, no. From what I can see, they never answer anything on Twitter. Unless it's about well, Brexit. <laughs> I'm a little yeah, bit disappointed really. by by this whole experience. I was hoping for something... I was hoping it'd be either really different and interesting or really, really bad, and it's just neither. It's, it's just... just it's just... It's just like and it's just yeah, it's just it's just energy water, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. just like mild flavored Red Bull. I don't think I love... it's even that. I think it's like slightly watered down. It's like yeah. if you, yeah, if you poured it. yourself a glass of Red Bull and then put like a little squirt of tap water into it, that's what it tastes like. Yeah, not typically what I'll be drinking at seven forty-five on a Monday night, but here we are. No, yeah, I mean I'm, I had a sip and I'm not having another drop. Yeah, <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> I'm going to finish the can. I paid a whole I... pound for that, Stu. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to finish straight the can. down the sink, mate. Sorry. <laughs> you owe me 93p. <laughs> yeah, you only drink seven pences with. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. That's that's our <laughs> tasting notes on rich energy. Yeah. What job. even is this podcast anymore? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a slow news week, guys. It's been a. Slow it's been season. a very slow news week. Um, yeah. Who wants to do some predictions? Let's do some predictions. So it's the <laughs> final race of the season, Abu Dhabi, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, sponsored by is it Eddie Etihad? Usually, usually is. Guys. Yes. Um, let's go with that. And I haven't checked, so if I'm wrong, <laughs> just leave a comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah so that's the race this weekend last season who won last season it was Valtteri Bottas with Hamilton a close very close second yep 3.8 seconds behind Um, and then Vettel rounded out the podium Um, some distance behind yeah and then the fastest pole, pole position was Bottas with Hamilton only two temps behind him no, not even two temps, like 1.8 temps. Uh, yeah, so who will be fastest this year, Tom? Well, I'm basing my logic on my first two choices on the fact that Mercedes were very specific about pointing out their engine difficulties on Lewis's car in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going with them slapping a different engine in um, mm. or at least potentially having to change some components, meaning a slight grid penalty. So Yeah, so this is, of course, before penalties, fastest in Q3 before this is, penalties. Yep. This is why I'm elaborating my point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, well, just do, to cover it, that. do it. It's, it's just great content, Tom. Keep going. Thanks. <laughs> um, so with slightly new parts, nice and fast Lewis gets himself fastest in Q3. That's what I'm okay. going for. So you're going Lewis Hamilton, fastest in, yeah. in, in qualifying in q3 before penalties so pole position before penalties okay um so ham uh tom who are you going for i've just told he just told you (laughs) uh chris who are you going to (laughs) (laughs) um well i I need to catch up points a on you guys and b on dat's life so i need to do something a little bit different you do something a little bit special i think if you're going to catch up this weekend so all right um i'm going to go for bottas Bottas, okay. I'm going to hope they don't change Hamilton's engine and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to go for fastest in Q3 before penalties. I think it will be... 
I think Hamilton will do it. I think he's got he's on such form. I think he's got he's got his hand around the scruff of the neck of that car in a way that Bottas hasn't. Do so, you know what? You're both probably right, but at this point, I've got to do something different. Yeah, you got to, you have got to do something different if you're going to win. It's true. Um, the next one, uh, Chris, who will win the race? Valtteri Bottas. Bottas for the win. Uh, Tom, uh, yeah, go on. You go, Tom, if you want. Yeah, well... I think you know you were going I'm there. also going to go with Bottas for the win, based mm. on the fact Lewis will be starting further back due to his penalties, and then just won't fight Bottas for the lead, I reckon. It's okay. kind of letting have it. You're covering your back a little bit there, aren't you? Against I quite Chris. like that. No, I can see, I can see, no, what, no. You, I can see what you're going for. That makes sense. I, I, I can already tell you that all five of my selections are already written down before this conversation. <laughs> that's, fair, that's fair enough. I've, that's I've, fair. Been, I've been doing some strategic and analytical thinking. <laughs> oh, that's, that's my problem then, because I'm winging it. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I wing it every week. I wing it literally every week. I'm only one point ahead of Tom. So and that's why this week I've want. not won it. <laughs> Wung it, winged it. Ah, he's been thinking about it. it. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, who do I think will win? I am going to go... I think I'll go Vettel, because I don't think they're going to replace any engine components. I think they want to get to the end... Mercedes, being Mercedes, will want to get to the end of the season without having an engine penalty, because it's a very, very good advert for Mercedes. It is a good advert, yeah. So, I think they'll stick an old engine in it, and he'll still find something... It's Lewis Hamilton, he'll find something in qualifying. But um, I don't think it'll get to the end of the race. I think he might. Uh, well, I think it probably will get to the end of the race, but it'll, it'll, you know, it'll crawl towards the end of the race. <laughs> um, and then first DNF, it's my turn to go first. I am going to say first DNF. Uh, it's a tough one that this week. Who was the first DNF last year? It uh, was Ricardo last year. I've got Carlos Sainz here. On a wheel, yeah, it was. It was Carlos Sainz. They didn't put the wheel on in uh, in the pit stop properly. I, I, I oh no, no, looking... sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at the wrong. it is Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo, yeah, sorry, apologize, wrong. It was Daniel Ricardo. So I don't think it'd be Daniel Ricardo again this year. That seems <sighs> you'd hope good. not. I really hope. Not. I really That'd want him to have a good a last race. Of, yeah, I'd love for his him. Red Bull career. I'd love for him to be on the podium in his last race at Red Bull. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to go with Ricardo. I think looking at the grid from last season, I'd have to go... Oh, who's on form? Who was the first time at last race? Last race, it was... Oh, it was Ericsson, wasn't it? It was Ericsson, wasn't it? He had a... He, he shed so car. many pieces of car, it stopped working. Yeah, it just broke, didn't it? I don't think it'll be Ericsson because Ericsson was going okay. It wasn't necessarily his fault. Yeah, he was car. actually really good last weekend. Yeah, I, I think probably you're looking at like a Grosjean or a Magnussen. Those horses have been right in the in the thick of it recently. Uh, maybe a um, maybe one of the Toro Rossos. Like that'll be that midfield crunch. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Ah, oh, it's sad, but I'm gonna go Hartley. I hate to do Hartley this, but it just in. feels like he's. He's, he's got it doesn't have much luck does he so, no potentially coming um, to a whimpering end to his F1 yeah yeah. Uh, Tom you can go next Um, I was thinking about this earlier and <laughs> I <you>? decided to <laughs> go for Nico Hulkenberg since like you've covered the rest okay. of the grid I'm going to pick him I literally have I've got a, literally <laughs> every driver that's like the only um, one you didn't mention <laughs> yeah who you got Chris I'm going to go for the most tragic option possible and say Alonso. I was Alonso. debating that myself. Oh. Yeah, 
That's would it would savvy. just sum up his last few years if his final race he got taken out in turn two or something. Yeah, or yeah. It, well, just the engine goes. Yeah, actually, yeah, just that whimpers to a that halt. The ultimate, ultimate. Uh, oh god, symbol, I almost want to be wrong now. Hmm. Uh, Tom, how many will finish? Um, it's normally okay. And yeah, eighteen bit... last year. Well, that's what I'm going for again. I didn't realize it was eighteen last year. I'm going for eighteen yeah. again. Was. You want eighteen? Yeah. It's not a car killer of a track. No, it's very smooth, very smooth. So not not yeah. all that bumpy, except for sort of turn one where all the all the big braking goes on. Um, you going to eighteen, Tom? Yeah, Is that correct. Going with that. Cool. Uh, Chris, what are you going for? I think I'm going to go for good old classic seventeen. Classic finish off the season. Classic seventeen. Oh, well, I'm going to go sixteen then. Sixteen, the magic number. Yeah, I mean, as the season rolls on, it gets less and it gets more towards you two. But I think 17 is probably <laughs> the most likely, but I want to be different from you, Chris. So, yeah, fair enough. finally, random driver, Chris. Could I have a random driver? Uh, yeah, we actually picked it slightly ahead of time this week um, for reasons I will explain in a moment. Um, but as we've already used all the drivers, we threw every single driver back in the pool. And the one that came out was Marcus Ericsson. And. Uh, Tom, where do you think Ericsson will finish? I think that since he's... Oh, no, actually, his... no, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm cheating, I'm cheating. I'll go... I, I should go for... I'm going to let Chris go last on this one. Okay. Because he's All right. a long way back. I'll <laughs> go first. And then, Tom, you can go second. Because okay. then that evens it out. Um, random driver Ericsson. I think he will be a good 13th. Let's go 13th. Tom? Um, last few weekends, since his future has been decided, he's like a lot of pressure's come off him and he seems to have actually performed better. So I've got him down as like maybe just scraping outside the points, 11th. 11th, okay. And Chris? It's so hard with Sauber because you just can't go on like last year's form anywhere because they're no. so much better this year than they have been for a number of years. I reckon he's got points in him. I reckon... Eighth. I'm going to go eighth. Wow, yes. brilliant. Those are some varied predictions this week, yeah. guys. Um, Tom and I both have Hamilton for fastest in Q3. Uh, Chris, you got Bottas. Um, you two both have Bottas for the win. I've got Vettel. And then first DNF, huge variation there. Alonso <laughs> for Chris. Tom, you got Hulkenberg. I've got Hartley. Number of finishes, standard 17, 18, 16. And random driver, Chris, eighth. Tom, 11th. Me 13th. So let's see how that one pans out. Yes. Um, Chris, you're um, going to explain the, the yes. early thing. So the reason we did this ahead of time was um, That's Life, who you may remember, uh, me and them are having a little mini duel between us because we both had a pretty shocking season of predictions. Mm-hmm. So we're having a little mini duel in which I believe they're currently two points ahead of me going into the last race. Um, they very graciously said for the final race... Um, they would make their predictions at the same time as us, so they don't have the advantage of waiting for free practice, which is very kind of them. Um, so I have their predictions here, which I haven't looked at yet, so I'm hoping they're quite different to mine, so we have a bit of <laughs> a chance for me to claw back some points. Um, okay, um, they've gone Hamilton for pole and win. They've also said Alonso first DNF. Uh, 16 finishers. And Ericsson eleventh, so they agree with you, Tom, on that one. Yeah. So we've only agreed on one thing. So there's there's definite scope. Yeah, we've actually if... all agreed on something there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Except the win. Can... They're the only ones that have gone for a Hamilton win. None of us have got that down. 
Chris is Chris is genuinely excited about this. Go on, Chris. What were you saying? If, if Bottas, Bottas has a good weekend, he can claw this back for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you've never Come heard on, Chris cheer so oh, loud, Valtteri. Oh, mate, you you are so screwed. <laughs> yeah, I really am. <laughs> He's not going to do anything. Um, right. That's so. That's it for predictions. You can predict your predictions at backofthegrid.com, and there is a prize every week for Why anybody. Am I still drinking this? Don't stop drinking. Stop drinking it. Don't drink it. Don't. It's just there, and I keep picking it up. It's it's fine that you're drinking it if you want to drink it. Just don't interrupt Struth's flow when he's doing <laughs> so, the back of the yeah, grid great, stuff. Great interruption. Great interruption, Chris. You can submit your predictions at backofthegrid.com, and there's a prize every week. <laughs> For anybody who gets a clean sweep, as well as a prize for the season champion who will be crowned at the end of this race. Um, and fair play to you all for staying with us, having us not announced what any of the prizes are. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we still get loads and loads and loads of entries each week, and it's absolutely amazing. So thank you we'll all. We'll make as it well. worth it. Thank you all for all these, all these predictions. It makes it so much more worthwhile for us doing this. It's really good fun. Definitely. Um, and finally, just before the last uh, race of the season, you can also join our fantasy league uh, on f1.com by searching for Back the Grid F1 podcast in the, under their leagues section. Yes, indeed. And that's predictions. Thank mm. you for that, Stu. Um, I have one piece of inbox box box before we go this week, and it is from Tom Carter, who has said, so it is Monday lunchtime, and so far nothing has been announced. I think that McLaren are making Fernando a special livery for Abu Dhabi. Do you agree? And also, if you were to have an F1 livery that described you, what would it look like? Oh, that's not, a we've great not had question. A, we've not had a special livery for a driver for a while, have we? There was no. DC had one for his last race. Mm. Yeah. First, oh, how would they do? That would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, firstly, what would they do? What do you think? We, can, can we hazard, hazard a guess at what they do? Oh, do you know what would be really of... nice? They'd never be able to do it for legal issues, but it would be really cool to have a car that's got a bit of all the cars he's driven yeah, over his career. That'd be cool. So like a bit of cool. Minardi, a bit of Renault, a bit of McLaren. You could do the colours. You, obviously, you wouldn't be able to you do, do the, the colours, sponsors, yeah. but you could like kind of I put a bit of each colour in. I think. Well, I think if the car, legally speaking, if the car looks different enough f- overall from the original, then yeah. you'd be fine. You you could you probably could get away with that, but it's, it's that's more of an FIA thing. Are they going to let them do that? Really, I think than it is a yeah. a legal thing because copyright nice. copyright law means that it, it suggests that if you, you as long as you the thing you took is different enough, then it isn't a copy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And if it is, just say it's parody and you can get away with it. That's very true. <laughs> um what would our liveries look like? Just a short lesson um, on the part on <laughs> What would yours look like, Tom? Have you got a um, got a thought? You had this before you probably obviously read this long before us two, so give a minute to <laughs> I, I read one. it Monday lunchtime and then filed it away for safekeeping until now. Yeah. <laughs> um I know what mine would be. Go on, because I've not, I've not really thought about it, to be honest, until now. My, mine would make it look like the car was made out of Lego. Yes, Chris, that is good that's for cool. you. That's very, oh, good. That's very on brand for how, me. Yeah. How am I supposed to follow that? I can't follow <laughs> He's nailed so it, good. hasn't he? Mine, yeah. mine would just be purple and covered in back of the grid, because that's probably where nice. I'd be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what would I have? And you're asking a designer now, and that's a very difficult question. <laughs> I think probably I'd I'd want something. I really like the color black, so I'd probably go with something black. And it'd be I'd try to go for something quite classy, but um, 
you know, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Maybe I'll get back next week on a, with a better one, better answer for you. Off the top of my head, I can't really. Do you know, if you want black with a classy trim, you could contact Rich Energy for sponsorship. I could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was tempted to say black and gold, but I didn't want to go that far. I did for you, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I, I kind of feel no weird. shame. No, absolutely no shame. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I do like a black and gold livery. So yeah, maybe I mean, I, yeah, maybe I would. I mean, the Haas is going to be my favourite car next season, as it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's in both. That's good. That I like that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I hadn't I hadn't considered the uh, unique livery, but I really hope they do that now. Yeah. Part part of me Shall now we... that the idea is out there wants it, but yeah. Mm. The pink livery would be interesting. A pink. Oh, you livery. got me wondering. I've got I've got so much for yourself. Designing brains turned on there. Designing like liveries in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh... Let's let's move well, well, on. Yeah, well, you know, well, which, you really, do you know which one I really liked? Well, like back in the day, I really liked the the old Force India one that was white and green and orange because it looked the quite, er, like early ones. Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. really different from all the other yeah. cars. There weren't really many white. Well, there were no cars with like green and orange on. Uh, but I also really like uh, British racing greens, like my favourite colour. So I'd love yeah, like my minis British racing green. It's an I love the, the I love the old caterums. There's a photo of me sat on one of the old caterums with a disgusting noses just, <laughs> oh in, yeah and i'm actually wearing matching green shorts as well <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that we yeah, actually saw those testing weird wasn't it that finger thing. nose cars in the flesh yeah oh god it was awful grim but, um, anyway good we're day, rambling though. now yeah we are yeah. rambling somewhat if you have any interesting stories of sitting on f1 cars you'd like to share <laughs> you can do so by getting in touch with us on twitter and uh, that's at back of the grid f1 you can find us on facebook by searching for back of the grid and you can find us on instagram at back of the grid and you can also go to the website which is back of the grid.com where there's a contact us form uh, and you can submit your livery ideas tell us what you want from your livery or just general comments about F1 or send us some would you rathers or yeah. whatever you I, want. You know, yeah, I, I'd love to, I would love to hear some creative livery designs actually from, yeah. from the audience. If, if, if anyone can get in touch with some of those, then uh, yeah, be, we'll, we'll definitely read them out. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this week. So thank you very much for joining us and be sure to join us this time next week for our review of the season closer in Abu Dhabi. Goodbye everyone. Bye. Bye. Do you guys know why you don't see many green race cars? Is it because the paint is heavy? It's because it's considered terrible look from even ah. from the old days. Considered terrible look. Oh, from really? a Green race car, yeah. Green race cars never used to win races. Shit! We didn't put in any of our fun facts. <laughs> oh, we had all these fun facts lined up between us, and we didn't mention any of them. Do them now, what quickly? <laughs> mm, actually, we'll do them next race because they're like end of season facts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop now. <laughs> This podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.